I thought my kid, I thought they were pumpkin, right? The pulls off from that um, Food Network, like, okay, Food Network wants you know. <laughs> Literally, it was legit. Well, I knew, I mean, his charm can translate across a table or across a camera. So I just knew that if he got into it and he got on air, that he would be just so charming. And, and that's what people like is authenticity. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Total Michigan, where we interview ordinary Michiganders doing some pretty extraordinary things. I'm your host, Cliff Duvinois. I'm trekking through uh, Grand Rapids, and I come across this bakery that's actually doing some really cool things. And I got the co-owners on the show today, because if there's one thing that I love more than anything, it's actually a really good pastry. And what they're doing over there is nothing short of extraordinary. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the co-owners of Cake Bakery out of Grand Rapids. That would be Peter Jacob and Jason Cake Baker. Peter, how are you? Things are great. Jason, how are you doing? So good over here in cold West Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, if you would tell us, what is Cake Bakery? Yeah, so we're a custom bakery based out of Grand Rapids. Uh, we customize bake uh, cakes and cookies and cupcakes, about anything you can imagine. Everything's from scratch and made with a lot of love. What I would like to do is I want to start diving into the backstory behind uh, cake a bakery. Yeah. So, uh, Peter, let's start with you. Why don't you tell us where are you from? Where did you grow up? I grew up in the top corner of Indiana. So Chicago was really my city to go to growing up. And then I moved to West Michigan, uh, for college. I went to a creative college called Kendall college of art and design where I studied furniture design. And I still do that to this day. But, uh, one of my favorite projects over the last 12 years has been working on this bakery with Jason and all the amazing employees that we've had. Really, it was Jason's passion that brought it to us, brought it to, to light. The fact, I think, that his last name is Cake Baker plays a large role <laughs> in it. <laughs> and so it was written in the stars, and we started working on this more than 12 years ago out of a house that we rented in Heritage Hill, Grand Rapids. And here we are today, three locations later. Jason, why don't you tell us uh, where you're from? Where did you grow up? Yeah, I grew up in uh, Portage. Kalamazoo area, graduated at Western Michigan with a business marketing degree, learned how to bake and decorate cakes in high school and kind of always done that on the side for friends and family. I have three kids and they've always gotten these real bougie birthday cakes every year. So that's stuck <laughs> with it. And it's in the last name as Peter said. Why did you get into decorating cakes in high school? I know it was the craziest thing. First job ever was at a um, Baskin Robbins. Remember those? Bassett um, Robbins always knows. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're eating ice cream cakes. So I found out that's something you have to work at really quick, right? So it gets super soft in no time. You can work on the cake as long as you can out, and then you have to bring it in the freezer, literally walk in the walk-in freezer and finish it in there before your bag of piping gets hard. Yeah, but it's, like, it's a lesson that I just kept up over the years, and I kind of liked it. And there's a market for it, for sure. Jeez. So now you went to Western Michigan to get your degree. And then at some point in time, you decided you wanted to get into baking again, or did your career go in another way? So I had a corporate gig uh, for 15 years, and okay. I was downsized along with 400 more of us at the same time. And then uh, they brought me back, so they realized they let too many people go, and it happened again. And Peter's like, just do this out of your home. You have a huge following. Why not try it? So we, we literally would do tastings out of our little home in Heritage Hill. People come in and out to pick up their cakes and we're burst into the seams. We just had, well, we had a freezer. We had a freezer in the garage we put in. We had boxes all over the dining room. Everything was 
literally burst into seams. So we felt, um, Peter had his eyes open on a spot and um, a mile down the road from us and we made the giant leap. So really mm -hmm. I remember so specifically overtaking the kitchen area, which was a pretty nice size <laughs> kitchen in a, right? in a kind of craftsman style house. But then once we took over the kitchen, yes, we added a, a junkie freezer from probably Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, <laughs> who knows, to the basement. Back then, yeah. The equipment flooded into the basement just as far as storage for boxes. And then eventually we took over the dining room and then a part of the living room. And then we knew it was time to go someplace else. I, at the time, had been designing furniture out of the house as well. And so once you get to that critical mass, you know, you kind of have to take the leap. And it was fun. We, we really did find an amazing building to start our first retail store in. Although it needed a ton of work, it was shaped like a windmill in the front. And so it was this historic sort of greenhouse floral shop back in the day that we took over and just put a ton of, of time and effort into fixing it up. And then that was our first retail location in, in East Town in Grand Rapids. Jason was sharing earlier that you, Peter, were pushing him to do this, <laughs> yeah. right? To start this yeah. side hustle. Yeah. So what made you totally. what made you sit there and reach out to Jason to be like, dude, you got to do this cake thing, yeah. right? And it's, <laughs> yeah. Do a side hustle. We're going to do it full time. Where did yeah. that come from? Well, we were together at the time. And I think I've experienced this a few times. You just get a sense that someone's very naturally good at something. Okay. And you say, why are you not going further with this? You just have to go further. And um, he was ready, I think. He was really ready for a change in life in general at that time. And so when those two things coalesce, that's, I think, when you know how to take the leap. It's hard because it takes financial effort. It takes personal, physical effort. You get tired doing it. But, I mean, we were in our 30s, so, like, a different phase of life. And feels easier at the time. You know, when you look back, you're like, wow, that was a lot of work to get that thing going. But at the time, you're just a little fearless and younger. And you think, why not? You know, the opportunity outweighs the risk. And so you just kind of go, why not? Also back to, you know, Jason just being naturally good at it. It wasn't just the skill to make the cakes. It was the people skills. So he had just ah. this network of friends, network of people who, um, in some cases, we shared and overlapped friend groups. But they just clamored for it. They just couldn't wait to see what he could come up with. And so that's when you know there's like a spark there. There's something more interesting that you don't necessarily have to market too hard or try to convince people too thoroughly to enjoy. Because first of all, it's sweets and everybody likes that. Yes. <laughs> it's universal. Yes. It's handing people pure slices of joy. But especially when it came to, and what we started out doing were um, decorated cakes or like uh, catering for small events. And that's when you just know you're just going to light up someone's event. You're going to light up their day and his ability to do that. And then feathering in this, the thing that I could bring to the table, which was, this was so long ago that it was early days of Facebook, not the earliest days of Facebook, but I'd say the earliest days when you could market your company for free on Facebook. There were less restrictions. The algorithm didn't push you down. So it was really easy. And I, I saw other friends experiencing success there. And so I said to him, the real kind of pushing that I did early on was you can do this. And also here's how, like we can just market it through Facebook for free. We can rely on word of mouth from friends and family. And then third, I think, and the one that I love so much that Jason's become very used to is the marketing, the, the actual PR and like press opportunities yes. right away. <laughs> yes. And that's where I really said, 
get out there, do this. And he, I don't know how to do that. I don't know if I'm comfortable, right? <laughs> how does anybody know it? I mean, yeah, get in front of the camera. Are you kidding me? so let me ask you this question here and i say this because a number of times people will go out and start a business and i even did this myself right so i'm a little bit of a cook and i would have some friends come over for dinner and they're like oh my goodness you should open up a restaurant which made me laugh hysterically because i've got no experience (laughs) running a restaurant so I guess the question for you is, is I guess what would, if you were going to start this venture, what would you actually think and say, we're going to be successful at this? Oh, I mean, let's start alone with the logo that Peter designed. Absolutely (laughs) stunning. I mean, it looks like we were well-established right off the bat and people recognize the name, it's all those, but it's a good quality product that we come out with. You know, it's, it's unmatched. Um, Yep. I think also, you know, like, your friends and and uh, whoever's cheering you on are you know your first best marketing effort. But like mm. your friends telling you that you were a good cook, you know you have to know it for yourself because they they could be shining you on. They could just be helping you to feel good about yourself. But the fact is, uh, once you know that you're actually good at it, then you can take the next step. And I think that Jason knew that there was something there. And I would just say like the hidden benefit and the hidden success throughout the years has been because of the people that we're able to work with. The product matters obviously so, so much, but right off the bat, we had a person who we met in the the line at an ice cream shop because Mm -hmm. she was tattooed, sleeves, legs everywhere. (laughs) So Jason being the personality that he is said, Hey, do you want a job? We're starting a bakery up the street. And she said, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, I do. I'm, I'm a massage tech and I'm waiting for my salon to open and I have a full summer to wait for that salon to open. So I, yes, I would love a job. And her name is Abby. And she became kind of the standard that we use to measure other people against because she was so naturally good at it. And nice. she had such a sort of theatrical and that's not meant to diminish in any way. It's theatrical in the best sense, a booming voice that welcomed people in and said, you're about to have a great time. She would sometimes say, are you ready to have fun? <laughs> you know, <laughs> two people walking in the door and you yes. go, you can't teach that. We didn't come up with that training right. method or anything. But, and then another person, Denise, who worked with us, who became sort of like the, the mother of the crew, even though she'd hate that I say that because she's not, she was never old enough to be any of our mothers, but she became like the hostess with the mostess and, and not only uh, combined baking skill with uh, customer service, but became like family to us. And so it just like the hidden virtue of the whole experiment has been getting to know all these amazing people. And it continues to this day with all the amazing staff that we get to work with. So it's really, it feels special. We're going to take a a moment and thank our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to explore how the Cake and Bakery actually put itself on the national stage, as well as the success that they're having. We'll see you after the break. Are you enjoying these amazing stories? Michigan is full of people that are doing some pretty extraordinary things. If you want these amazing stories sent directly to your inbox, head over to TotalMichigan.com, enter your email address, and get them today. What are you going to get? I'm glad you asked. First, you're going to join our awesome Michigan community. Second, you will get an email that includes the top five interviews from the show sent directly to your inbox. Third, you're going to get exclusive behind-the-scenes information about the show. There's a lot of things that are happening to grow this movement beyond the confines of just a radio show and a podcast. 
You'll get advance notice of upcoming guests and early access to their interviews. Now to get all these goodies, just head over to TotalMichigan.com slash join. Enter your email address and join our awesome community today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Total Michigan, where we interview ordinary Michiganders doing some pretty extraordinary things. I'm your host, Cliff Duvenois. Today, we are talking with Peter Jacob and Jason Cakebaker of the Cake Bakery in uh, Grand Rapids. Before the Hello. break, we were talking a little bit about Jason becoming a media darling. So what I would like to do is I'd like to explore that because I know you've been on the Food Network. So why don't you talk to us first off about when Peter came and suggested this to you, what was your thoughts like initially behind it? And then why did you just decide to do it in the, after that? I was a part of a uh, vegan cupcake contest in Grand Rapids and I beat out all the other local participating restaurants, that type of thing, which felt good. Well, there's a blog that picked up on it. It's a national blog and wrote about it, whatever. And then the Food Network producers got a hold of this blog and contacted me one night randomly. And I thought my kid, my boys were preteens, I think, at the time. I thought they were punking me, right? I had a phone call from that, um, <laughs> Food Network going, okay, Food Network wants me, you know. And literally, it was legit. They wanted me to go out there for a couple of days in L.A. and film a show called Cupcake Wars. I was a little bit familiar with it. Uh, but yeah, it was a crazy couple of days to fly out there and air a 30-minute show. <laughs> the run-up to the episode was so interesting because although they approach you, they approach quite a lot of people, you find yes. out over time. Correct. All throughout the country. And they want a good mix of genders. They want a good mix of personality types. And so the producers are really working to mix this well on a single episode, especially given the theme of that episode. And I think Jason was given such a challenge because... We did the full audition tape, uh, which, you know, had to be produced. We worked with some friends. They wore different bad. outfits. They wanted to see what would look best on camera. <laughs> yeah. Accessorize. You know, it's all accessories, everything. So I found that process so interesting to get things started. And then you find out if you're on the episode. And then you find out what the episode theme is. What was the theme, Jason? Yeah, it was actually outer space. So our guest judge was an astronaut, which was kind of fun. So let me ask you this question here, because this seems to be like the start of it all. When you entered this competition for vegan cupcake, Pete, why did you decide yeah. to do that? Well, I, I wanted to be sure with Food Network that it wasn't just going to be a vegan show, you know, episode, because we do that. That's not everything we do, but it's an important part for sure. But yeah, I just thought I'd enter the contest because we make the best vegan lemon cupcake there is. Uh, there you really go. great. Yeah, and that's how we won. I felt yeah. really proud that we beat out all these other restaurants in town. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's so popular for weddings. I mean, it's one of my Still. favorite things that we make, and I'm not vegetarian yes. or vegan, but it's one of yep. my favorite things that we make You entirely. don't even know it's it vegan. Just, right. It's really, usually really paired, good. Yeah. Usually paired with a raspberry buttercream. Oh. See, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Same now I'm getting hungry. Here that. we go. This always I'll, happens. I'll be right, right over. I'll yes. Right over. <laughs> yes. Okay. I know that part of this getting Jason out in front of the cameras to Peter, this was actually you pushing this. Why did you think that this was important? <laughs> well, I knew, I mean, his charm can translate across, you know, a table or across a camera. So I just knew that if he got into it and it got on air, that he would be just so charming. And, and that's what people like, you know, that what works most is authenticity. And so Jason's got a natural kind of way with people. He's the life of the party. He just loves sure. to make people happy and celebrate. And so that's effective. 
What happens also, though, is that you have to get out of your own way. And so let's say when we were producing the, the um, audition tape for Cupcake Wars, it's challenging to stay bright and intentional and authentic when you're doing 15 takes in a row. Our friend Neil, who was helping us produce that video, our friends Jamie and Aaron from behind the scenes, we're all trying not to make him feel self-conscious, but also trying to coach. Yes. And that can be difficult to get through, well, right? So, Yeah, to your point, most people, have, when, when the camera turns on, they shut right down, right? Yep. That's yep. just natural to just, you know, and they're like, okay, do it again. Take five, but really mean it this time. I'm like, yeah. And that so was good I practice little bit because it was, yeah, that was good practice because when you went on the show, what did they do? National TV. Yeah. Lots of takes. <laughs> but and then uh, the producers wait. are like, get this, hit that, say this. Which by the yeah, way, and I, and I do want to explore this because I've, I've heard some other people talk about being like on food and network television and stuff. And, and obviously you can't go on there and be a complete flop. Right. So I guess my question to you is, you know, when they make these shows, they're creating drama that's on there, whatever it is. So talk to us about what it was really like to like be on there. Cause you're, yeah. I could just see your zone. You're in the game. You want to make the cupcakes. You want to win this competition, but yeah, you've got like sure. a producer shoving a camera in your face saying, exactly. okay, cry. No, there are a few things you know, you know, before you go out there and it, it's tough because it's different equipment, right? They're used to, it's not your oven. It's not your mix, not your kitchen. Really. Yes. Right. It's a yep. whole stage of sorts, you know, made up fake stage, but they do love it. If something doesn't turn out, I have to tell you, I, my most favorite thing to make still to this day is our dark chocolate Merlot cupcakes and Ooh. something you have to hand mix and not use it. Yeah. It's the most amazing cake you've ever had. Uh, and it, it literally didn't turn out in the, in the oven. The camera loved that. The camera loved to see my flopped, flattened cupcakes. So I'm pouring them out in the garbage, right? Because that timer is real. The next yes. Time, you're literally done with the round. So I had to remake them, and the camera loved that. I was all frustrated. <laughs> frustrated thinking about it. All over. <laughs> yeah. I remember them having him like, wait, slow down. We don't have the camera in the right place for you to throw these cupcakes away. And he's like, throw I have to, oh like, my he's goodness. embarrassed. Like this didn't work. Over. I want to hide. Yeah. I want to <laughs> hide away, but they're like, stop. We need to reposition so we can get you throwing them away. And if you want to curse, you know, curse, like it's great. Right. It's, like, if we have to, if we have to bleep you, that's okay. And they're like, go oh, ahead. Please do. Please <laughs> yeah. do. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Go ahead. They, Let's... Yeah. And they love it. If Well, they want you to talk while you're making a recipe, right? You're right. cooking and bacon and stirring or whatever. And they want you to talk, the producers in your ear telling you to tell us what you're doing. Tell us what you're doing. Well, we don't do that in the bakery. You know, you're doing your thing. <laughs> yes. You're not still making frosting, everyone. Still making, you know. <laughs> same frosting. <laughs> yeah, same same frosting. Yeah. Well, yeah, still doing it. Quite the trip. Peter kind of alluded to this before about like leveraging Facebook. What did this do as far as like your social online presence? Oh, man. Like how did actually, how did Grand Rapids respond to this? Knowing that one of their own was on national television. Yeah, thanks. Oh my gosh. Uh, we made a, we made a huge watch party out, out of it. So we had a restaurant downtown that helped us um, rent out this giant room. We had all Sweet. our closest friends and family Sweet. there and our best customers. And was, yeah, TVs all around us. And Peter made huge posters and we had lots of all the treats we made on the show. And it's just, so surreal to see yourself on TV. You don't know how you're going to be 
Yes. You know, you don't how they're going to edit it and put it together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hold everything. Nerve wracking as heck. Really (laughs) funny special nights. One of the best (laughs) things, too, is that our friends helped us produce this event where we had a watch party. And, you know, it's so it's so buzzy and so fun. And and like he alluded to earlier, his kids are real pranksters. I think his whole family and, you know, a lot of our friends also play jokes and all in good fun. But it comes to the end where they're going to say, and, and like he's on a non-disclosure yeah. agreement, you know, and so yes. we can't tell anyone what the result of the show is. But of course, I was out there for the taping, and so I knew what the result was. One of two people, maybe three in the world, other than the people who worked on the show. And so I know that he came in second place. I know he was first runner-up. Okay, that's fine. It's great. That means he made it through all the stages of the show. He got to be in the finale. He got to do the final display piece. So cool, right? We get to the watch party and I turn to my friend who helped me, Jamie, who produced the event with me. I go, I think they lied to us. I think they won. I think when they came out of the show, they said he and Baker, this would be so them, said to their partners, her partner and and me, second place. That's okay. We've had a fun time. It was a long day, whatever. We're tired. No, I was like, now I'm determined. <laughs> they won. So so I'm in the watch party getting bright red, feeling like excitement for, in a fresh way. Because I'm like, what if they won and they lied to us? They which did. could be, but which could be. It really could have. It was have such a build up. You're right. It was quite, the, yeah, to watch it again. Every time I That's watch, fun. I think I'm going to win it. <laughs> you know it, and it i'm sure jason you feel the same way but it paints a whole new reality for you about these competition shows because you know what is past to be for organization and strategy and and just to, to be able to actually produce a show you know what's not real but then you also come away with what is real which is the timers and the amount of equipment wow. and the helpers that you have behind the scenes those things are all real and really impact the experience that you have and the edge that you have in the competition and so that's cool so now i can't watch bake off without thinking of <laughs> cupcake wars which is still one of my favorite shows jason's traumatized for life he can't watch anything yeah i can't watch a lot of reality shows now yeah i bet i bet <laughs> but i do want to take a couple minutes and talk about like if somebody is listening to this episode and they want to stop by cake bakery what would be like some of the delectable treats that you would say, you know, if you're going to come here, try this or do this. Yeah. So our dark chocolate merlot, I alluded to earlier, our banana cupcake with peanut butter buttercream is our signature. It's our staple with that every day. And then all the other cupcakes rotate out every day. But our cookie that you have to try, we've won best dessert in Michigan a few times now, is with our chocolate chunk cookies. So it's, yeah, it's quarter pounder, the dark chocolate chunks and the brown sugar and the white sugar. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say a quarter pounder? Yes, sir. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! That's my love language that. right there. That's awesome. <laughs> it is a that's dense true. cookie. It is. It is. Peter, what is what is your what are your favorite pastries from there? So many favorites. I love that I've been wrong about a lot of things over the years. So, from my perspective, I will I'll try to guide things and I'll say, I don't know, is cutting a cake in person like the most elegant thing to do? But the cake by the slice is so popular and I wish we could have it every single moment that we're open, but they often sell out by noon. So you have to really get in there to get the cake by the slice. It works out really well. So that's that's a favorite. And those flavors rotate all the time. I love this one has a tiny story behind it, but I love the cinnamon rolls so much that we make. We do um, cinnamon rolls that are frozen. You can take (laughs) and bake at home. And then we also make them fresh every Saturday. 
And they're so fresh, they're so light and fluffy. And one of the locations that we have in Holland is was purchased from my sister who owned a bakery there herself. And she developed the cinnamon roll recipes, one of the only recipes that Jason didn't perfect himself or with help from staff. And so this is my sister's cinnamon roll recipe that is real risen dough, beautiful, overnight, puffed up, flavorful, amazing. And it just cannot be beat. And I will have anywhere that I go, you know, there's a restaurant in Chicago that I love who has an amazing cinnamon roll. Anywhere that I go, I try to compare their cinnamon roll to ours and not just for favoritism, but ours is still the best I've ever tried. Yes. It is yes. absolutely something to be proud of. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wonderful. Well, so, I now know what I'm going to get when I go. Yeah, I now know what I'm going to get when I go the next time I'm sure. there because I'm a... Uh, I'm a nutball when it comes to cinnamon rolls. So yes, <laughs> that's just so awesome. Excited. You will not be disappointed at all. Yes. It goes so well with a cup of coffee. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Besides being super hungry right now, Peter, Jason, if somebody's <laughs> yeah. listening to this and they actually want to stop by Cake and Bakery, find you online, whatever it is, talk to us. What's your address? Mm-hmm. What's your website? What's your, yes, what's your social handles? Talk to us. Yeah, we're at We've got um, it all. on East Fulton, 919 East Fulton, a mile east of downtown Grand Rapids. And we're at the Cake and Bakery on Instagram and same with Facebook. Come find yep. us. Our up website is essential because you can start your order there. So you can either call us, start an order that way, but we do weddings and events like crazy. Catering is more Perfect. than half of our business. And so we do customized cakes all day, every day. And we really have become one of the trusted sources for customized cakes in West Michigan in in general. So we have two Holland locations, one on 8th Street, one on Lakewood Boulevard, and then that Grand Rapids location, and then social media just everywhere. So I'm super hungry right now. So Peter, Jason, (laughs) it's been awesome having you guys on the show today. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you, Cliff. Yeah, it's been fun. Yes, and for our audience, you can always roll on over to TotalMichigan.com, click on Peter and Jason's interview, and get the links that they mentioned above. We'll catch you next week when we talk to another Michigander doing some pretty extraordinary things. We'll see you then.